What's up, y'all? It's Wiz Khalifa here. Been hearing a lot of talk on the internet, you know. I usually don't address things, but I figured I'd address it in this way because I like to express myself. And this is how I like to express myself. I, I wrote a little poem. It's called Stop Making Jokes About My Feet. You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. They paid a guy $375 an hour to feed us anti-union propaganda, divide our friendships, surveil and spy on us, and ultimately it worked. Since then, I've spoken to cannabis workers all over the country who are facing similar and equally dire work issues that affect everything from health and safety to scheduling. The new example corporate cannabis is trying to send is that they can take us down just as quickly as they built us up by eliminating jobs before they could turn into careers. Gage Cannabis laid off over 75 people in a single day without warning, along with several hundred others in March of last year. In June, Common Citizen let go over 100 employees without notice in a single day. And in July, Loom closed four stores and let go of over 60 people. This corporate behavior is dangerous. By allowing the same big money interests to brand our industry with poverty wages, no benefits, no upward career movement, and no respect for our communities, we are setting the bar for just how much we are willing to take as a society. We cannot let the bar sit where big cannabis has placed it. But what's worse than losing your job, going to work and not coming home, which was the case for 27-year-old Lorna McMurray, who was killed at a True League Grow facility in Massachusetts last year. Lorna had no history of breathing or respiratory issues, yet her second ambulance ride from work ended up being her last, as she succumbed to those respiratory issues just four days later. So is this how we want to be treated? Is this how we want ourselves to be treated? As disposable? As a means to an end? If there are no protections put in place for workers, like the upskilling that is needed and enforcement of health and safety protections, and if workers do not find their voice and come together in the workplace, it is not a matter of if, but a matter of when someone doesn't come home to their family at the end of the day right here in Michigan. The overpromising of big cannabis can no longer be ignored or swept under the rug. Whistleblower exposes how truly of new immigrants on visas would be deported before ever even hiring them. Yeah, so a lot of the the Latino employees that we had, they were in the country on work visas and stuff like that. A lot of them were on the harvest team, uh, that and the outdoor crew. And she's the one that actually blew the lid on it. They, um, so when she found out, she went to her superiors and she was like, hey, is this true that if people working for Truly, they, they can't renew their green cards, they can't renew their, their work visas? And they were like, yeah. And she goes, well, why, why aren't we telling them this? And they were like, well, it's not important. And she was like, yes, it is. This is, this is big because these people will get deported. It's not they might get deported. They will get deported. And they were like, well, we're working on that. <clears throat> and so anyway, they didn't want to tell the employees. They actually told her to be quiet. Welcome. We're live, Mike Crawford. Good to be back. Been out for a few weeks. That was our last show. I think it was about two weeks ago now. I've been the last four shows. I've been under the influence of COVID, and I could tell. But the shows were very good, very good shows because of the guest. 
feel like we're breaking a lot of news lately. Hopefully we do again tonight. Uh, we're expecting some calls, hopefully from True Leaf workers. We were hoping to have Claudia right from the beginning of the show here, but unfortunately she's still at Easter dinner. Uh, she may be joining us in a little bit. She's a True Leaf Florida worker that James had referenced in that last interview. We definitely are trying to get her on the show tonight or anytime in the near future. We shall see. But we also have another guest. If you if you notice that little intro, we start out with Wiz Khalifa, the uh, True Leaf rapper. He's their big star spokesperson who took a lot of heat on Twitter this week or last week. I don't even know. It was the last couple weeks. Uh, he responded to the troll. A troll was coming after him every day about his affiliation with the uh, terrible True Leaf. And Wiz spoke back, uh, retweeted the guy, and everyone went nuts on it. And it was very interesting to see uh, Wiz Khalifa come back with an actual video about it, which we played a little bit in the intro. And he actually liked our video of James speaking about uh, the deportion, you know, the True Leaf letting workers get deported at their Florida cultivation site. It looks like Wiz Khalifa saw that video. Uh, we're saying call in tonight, Wiz. If you're watching tonight, call in, Wiz. Call in, Kim. We want to talk to you. Let's let's talk this out, man. I'm not looking to hate Wiz Khalifa. I'm really not. You know, he, he's talked about uh, don't talk about my feet. We're talking about your weed, dude. And I get what you're saying, man. I, I definitely do get it. Um, I don't like racism. I don't think this is about race, racism. I know how you could feel that way. I know that there's a lot more to, you know, the institutional racism and just, you know, in general, everything. You got your money. You're happy. Uh, you know, and here we are. And a lot of people are, are are kicking down on you, the big star, because of this truly thing. And I understand that you think it's about your feet, but we think it's about other things. We think it's about the workers. And that's the issue we're bringing. We're not trying to hate on you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I think the best thing you could do with Khalifa is just to speak on this and, and talk about it. We're hoping to take some phone calls tonight. We have someone uh, that I want to bring up. We also, in this intro video, let me turn that down. I don't know if people can hear that. I've got my Bluetooth on. It's ready to go. It wasn't working earlier, but now it's working. Uh, we're hoping to get Claudia on the show. We also have a guest here that you may have heard. She spoke at the hash bash it was quite interesting what went down at the hash bash uh with her speech she talked about workers getting laid off nationwide uh she also talked about lorna mcmurray a true leaf worker who passed away so in that in intro montage it was wiz khalifa it was our first guest stacy that we're going to bring up right now and it was james from last week so let's bring up stacy right now and she can give an introduction introduction on who she is and I can check the messages and see what Claudia is saying. Hopefully, Claudia is going to be on the show very soon. Hello, Stacy. Hi. How Thanks you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate all the work that you're doing for the workers, and uh, you know, having me on today. And tell us about you. Who you know? Because I know you've got a a background and some titles. So, who is Stacy? And say your last name. I don't want to screw that up either. It's water. <laughs> Wotrobsky, 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 yeah, it, it's okay. I respond to a lot of different enunciations of it at this point. It, it's been thirty-seven years of that shit. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, my name is Stacy Wotrobsky, and uh, since twenty twenty, um, I guess I've been a cannabis workers' rights activist. Um, how that happened was 
back in 2020, um, I started at my first uh, licensed cannabis job um, in the legal market. I started at a dispensary literally the day after um, everything got shut down here in Michigan. Um, prior to that, I worked hospitality for a long time and was also a, a cannabis caregiver, um, a, a legal grower here in Michigan. Um, so very shortly after I started at this dispensary, there was a lot of red flags and I spearheaded a unionization effort with the UFCW. Um, and that was in August of 2020. Um, and, uh, by, you know, the end of our middle of September, um, they had union busted and it worked. Um, after that, I started interning with the UFCW to be an organizer with the international. So I spoke to workers, literally cannabis workers specifically all over the country. And I realized that, you know, the issues that I and me and my coworkers were having at work, A, they were not unique um, as far as like the root cause, but B, there are so many more problems going on throughout this industry. And it is mind blowing that we have allowed the, the cart to be put so far ahead of the horse when it comes to health and safety, um, you know, in, in the licensed market. Um, so since then, I have developed a website called the cannabisworkersresource.com, which just launched a few weeks ago, not even a couple weeks ago. Um, we're still working out some of the kinks, but, you know, hopefully we can talk about that a little bit and how truly workers um, and other workers all over the country can take advantage of the resources that are on the site in order to uh, file complaints wherever they need to um, and get the word to the right people without having to dig for it. Um, and, you know, for the fear of being founder or caught or whatever it might be. I so now, that. I uh, you that. know, hopefully that resource talk to more workers and, you know, we get to blow the top off of more of these really important dire issues that are going on in cannabis right now. And there, I'm, I'm glad you said that the word fear, because there's a lot of fear in the air right now. Um, even, even with me, I'm fearless on this stuff and, and I'm not afraid of true leaf. I know, you know, some of the, Folks who have come on a show in the past and, and some of the folks that we want to come on and show in the future do get afraid. And there is uh, some stuff that's come out that just has added to the fear, unfortunately. I, I don't even want to reference it. I don't even get into all that drama tonight. Um, but it exists. And I think um, my advice to people is you have more fear when you hold it in. When you don't share what you know, because if it's that really important, your best protection is to air it out. Because once you air it out, there's nothing they can do. Honestly, the, the I know that uh, a lot of people have signed non-disclosure agreements. I understand that, uh, but you can be anonymous on this show too. You don't have to use your real name. Um, and obviously, there are protections for workers. When you're talking about worker safety issues, you are protected. There's not even a question about that. So. Uh, I, I think people have should be less fearful. And I think that as we've noticed over the last month, there's been a community of workers to come together, like from Florida to Massachusetts to Michigan. We're, I mean, we're, we're starting to get connect California. Like I'm hearing all across the nation. My phone rings off the hook, Clearwater, Florida. I get so many calls from got another one tonight. Hopefully they call in later. Um, it's just, there's a power in numbers. So I hope that people, don't be afraid because I think that when we speak out, let's make them afraid. I think True Leaf and Wiz Khalifa are afraid. They're afraid to call in. 
What do you think about that, Stacey, about the fear issue? Oh, it's massive. And and it's understandable, too. Like, you know, I have the, the point of reference to to this, like from a very personal standpoint, because I did spearhead the unionization at the dispensary that I worked at and the fear like not only that I experienced, but what I saw my coworkers experience is indescribable. There is there is nothing more confusing and scary than being told, than knowing what you need as a human being to survive, and not only to survive, but to thrive, and having the people that you're supposed that is supposed to respect you, your employer, telling that that you do not deserve those things that you do not deserve a living wage, that you do not, not just a living wage, a thriving wage, that you don't deserve to have benefits, that you don't deserve to have a savings account, that your kid doesn't deserve to, to join the baseball team because you don't have enough money to save up for it because what's a savings account anymore, right? Um, it was really uh, disheartening. So I complete any workers out there that are watching, I understand at least a little bit of what you're going through and what that fear comes from. And that is understandable. However, Mike, you are very right in that the longer that you go holding it in, it's like confronting something that you know is going to be hard to do um, and keeping to and putting it off only creates more anxiety, only creates more stress. So even if you're not going to, you know, your your boss, go and talk to your other coworkers because chances are they're having some kind of issue too. And it might not be the same as what you're going through, but I guarantee somebody else is experiencing something and you can all come together and relate. But don't hold it in. The sooner you can do it, the better. Um, and it will release a lot of those fears too. Thank you, Stacy. Let's talk about your speech that we played. Uh, to intro the show, we played a bit of it. Um, what what we kind of clipped out at the end was the big response because this was the hash bash in Michigan. It's an annual thing. I feel like what like fifty something years. How long it's been going? Like a long time, right? This is the fifty second annual hash bash. Um, it was not in person for the two uh, those two years of COVID, but this is the second year it is uh, it was back in person. It was fantastic. It is still, I, as I believe, don't completely quote me on this, I didn't look it up, but I think it's the longest running like pro prolific cannabis protest in the United States. So um, there have been everything from major politicians to actors and actresses, um, you know, speaking on behalf of cannabis legalization. So I was very honored to be able to speak there this year about cannabis workers' rights because, you know, as you know, um, this isn't a topic that is being touched on nearly enough as it needs to, nearly enough. But Hashbash was a great opportunity to be able to get the word out there. The response from people was a lot more positive than I had experienced from talking to non-cannabis people. Um, you know, especially being here in Michigan, the word union has a lot of, a lot of weight to it, a lot of it. So, you know, there's a lot of connotations that people like to associate, but the reception at hash bash was very good. And it was very good amongst the cannabis workers that were there working for their licensed companies. They were like, Oh yeah. Like we, we're on the same page. Like we need education. You know, we've figured out how to do this on our own, but we're still like, Hey, can you guys like throw us a bone here? Maybe a handbook that makes sense. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Stacy too, you could tell by the response. I wish I'd played that video a little longer, but 
there was a lot of response to your speech and online too. Like, were you surprised at how much response that got like in person in terms of applause? And then especially online too, like on Twitter and people were sharing that a lot. I saw that everywhere. Were you surprised by that it carried so far? I, I was, I was surprised. Um, the, the fact that it was hash bash, I knew that, and I was hoping that was, that was like the main point is like, okay, here is a platform to get this out to the right people and to more people that will listen. Um, you know, immediately after that, there was somebody that works, uh, you know, with some, uh, state representatives that came up to me and said, Hey, sounds like you might need some help with some worker legislation. It's like, boom, that's exactly, exactly what I wanted out of this It's to push things in the right direction. This is only to get the word out there and get this, this movement in the way that we need it to. So yeah, I was surprised, but absolutely happy about it. And I hope it continues. And I really want to thank the 0.25 milligram uh, mushroom microdose a friend gave me about 45 minutes prior, because if I didn't have that, I don't think I would have read that nearly as well as I did. Well, I was going to ask that. I was going to like, what, what is your secret? Cause like you had all, and now you, you I think the, Mushrooms are still kicking in because you like you answer the question before I even ask it. Like you were like on the spot, like with where people got laid off and the number. Sometimes I really screw up or trying to read it. It's hard. Like how did how were you so like kept the fire and kept all the facts and just went right through it? How 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 were you? Have you done a lot of public speaking in the past? I know how hard it is, especially at an outdoor event. How did you do that? Well, uh, I did write that speech back in October um, and didn't follow through with giving it. So I kind of, I beefed it up, added some new stuff. And then once again, honestly, it was that perfect microdose, 0.25 milligrams of psilocybin <laughs> mushrooms because it is legal in Ann Arbor, Detroit, and Ypsilanti uh, and decriminalized here. So that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> honestly, Excellent. it kind of unlocked what it needed to. But, you know, it's it's passion, too, man. You know, like talking to workers a lot like you have and stuff, it's not only just what I went through, but it is everything that came after that and realizing what we're really up against and what we right. have to do to make this the industry that we can all, you know, thrive in and, you know, be the industry that we all voted for and, and wanted to see. Um, you know, I wanted a good job. Like I'm sick of looking over my shoulder growing weed, right? Which it's legal here now, but still there's always something, right? Like I wanted a job that I could go to and grow with and grow, go within. And that couldn't be more opposite. So, you know, the, the sooner that we can take control as workers, um, the sooner we can make this the industry that we're all going to be working in and thriving in the way that we want to, because without us, all they have are biz or all they have are buildings, licenses, and loans. So you're the reason that this industry is working the way it is. And we are taking phone calls tonight too. So if people want to call in, you can call in 978-560-3155. We're speaking to Stacy from Michigan. She gave that excellent speech at the, uh, hash bash in Michigan. What was that? Uh, that was in the beginning. Uh, no, when was that? Like just a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, April 1st, April 1st. Okay, perfect. And um, we're, we're also speaking about James. He came on the show uh, last week or maybe two weeks ago now. Um, and he, you know, he was talking about uh, the, you know, 
the green card holders. They didn't know what was going to happen to them at work. Uh, before we do that, let's take this call too. Let's we got a call. Let's take it right now. See if we can get this up. I think we have you up. Hello. Hi, who's calling? Christopher. Hi, Christopher. You're one of those. How Florida, are you? You're one of those Florida numbers. What what do, what would you like to talk yeah. about? You're live on the air right now. I want to talk about Trulia's involvement with the Kill Hemp Bill. Okay. It would make federally legal hemp products a felony in Florida. It would literally turn almost 10 million Floridians into felons for buying federally illegal hemp products, all to benefit True Leaf. Kim Rivers of True Leaf is working with Nick LaRossi of Capital City Consulting. They're backdoor lobbying the Kill Hemp Bill, SB 1676 and HB 1475. It's yep. bad, man. It's really bad. I, I work for a hemp company, which I'll remain nameless, and they're going to be literally out of business if this bill passes, and it looks like it's probably going to pass because it's got everyone bought off that needs to be bought off. And when would Nicolosi's that pass? This is, in, this is in Florida. When when would when would that kind of happen, do you think? I think, it's in, I think it's in May. So it's coming up. I see that. that July. That, yeah, I see it being discussed a lot on you know on, uh, yep. Instagram, especially, and, and uh, TikTok. Um, so you, you would you lose your job if this passed? Yeah, I will be unemployed if this passes. It's 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 not. It's it's really it's just not fair. Like, you know, I was uh, you know one of the ones that was advocating for medical marijuana amendment two uh, years back, and we did all that work. And now we've got the hemp bill that was passed through Nikki Freed of the Agricultural Commission of Florida. She did a great job, but she decided to run for governor instead of continue to be the agricultural commissioner. So the, the, uh, the, the, the problem is uh, the uh, crony capitalism um, by the you know twenty one licenses that have the, that have their license already. So as a result of that, it's um, everyone that's selling hemp isn't going to be able to sell hemp anymore. It's 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 depressing. Two hundred thousand jobs will be gone. And this is the, in the state of Florida. Um, this is in the state of Florida. Some some yeah. cannabis ag advocates, you know, I think in good faith. I don't think True Leaf is in good faith on any of this stuff. But some folks that I know think there there are some needed regulations for hemp and CBD. But a lot of other folks, so, so stuff like seem to think so this goes like way too far. Right? Does this go way too far? Yeah. This, so, this bill. So they use they use the example of like, oh, it's all about the children, and then they show the Skittles. Uh, packaging, uh, which is like r r ridiculous, and it, there's not uh, smoke shops that are selling to um, to children. They're they're just not. They're not. They're not doing that. So um, their their idea of regulation is to literally get rid of hemp, get rid of delta eight, get rid of delta nine. And get rid of um, which is a uh, hemp derived delta nine, 
it's it's uh it's going to kill the industry it's a it's a big deal it's a big deal and it's backdoor lobbying uh, orchestrated by true leaf we think well thank you for calling chris you know um, it, it would thank you um i just wanted to ask you one more thing like on this like sure. this would ban all cbd all hemp products is that correct in florida yes all hemp all CBD, all Delta eight, all Delta nine, hemp derived Delta nine. So you've got these kind of like they're in Florida. You there's 22 dispensaries, either 21 or 22 dis dispensaries um, that are full fledged MMTCs, and then all the mom and pop shops are able to sell uh, hemp derived Delta nine and Delta eight. So it gives us something. It gives us part of the market share so because the mmtcs don't like to compete with the delta nine they want everyone to have to go and get their medical marijuana card and they want everyone to have to uh um, and since they've declared war against the mom and pop hemp farmers their stock has gone below six dollars for the first time ever the true stock so it's so tr truly literally like they don't want to have to compete with them. They don't want to, they, they don't want, they want everyone to have to get their medical marijuana card and everyone to have to buy, buy from TrueLeaf because TrueLeaf has about about 50% of the market share of the MMTCs. And that means more black market. So it's really, it's, they're not doing anyone any favors. How can people, if, if people in Florida want to stop this hemp ban, what can they do? Call call Ron DeSantis's office. Like he so Ron DeSantis, we think it might be in bed with Nick LaRossi, who is a lobbyist. So it might not matter. Um, just because like these people they don't care about how many jobs it's gonna kill. It they they just they just push the um they just push it. Oh, it's about the children. It's about the children. That's 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 the picture that they that they paint in order to get rid of Delta Eight and Delta Nine hemp. FDAC's fired the twenty inspectors. They string the enforcing uh, the current laws. Thank you. Um, let me ask you another question too, because. Uh... I, sure. I was hoping to talk to Stacy right before you called about this. Um, we had just played a clip from last week's show uh, from James, the ex True Leaf employee, who talked about these immigration issues at True Leaf, where they weren't telling their workers that they were going to be deported for working there. Um, did you hear about that? Um, I didn't hear about that specifically. No. Okay. All right. Um, I do have Stacy back, so I'm going to ask actually ask her about it because uh, I want to. I mean, are you surprised that to find out that they've been doing evil things to green card holders? Let me ask you that. No, it's basically human trafficking. Yeah, I mean that's what we we actually have started titling it. Someone suggested that. I think it's a good idea. Uh, thank you so much, Chris, for calling in. Stacy, you have any comment on anything he's been bringing up on hemp, or do you want to move on to the uh, the other stuff about True Leaf? Can you hear me? Because you're frozen yeah. on my end. 
Nope, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, yep. So I did want to ask, because I wasn't entirely sure about what this bill was. Um, so when you say that it would make, uh, uh, you know, 10 million Floridians criminals in their own home, does that mean you can't buy any kind of hemp CBD online? Like, how would that become, how is that enforceable? Well, who knows how in, how enforceable the you know, the Hillsborough County Sheriff and the other sheriffs will, will will actually be. We don't we don't know that, but you can't it's illegal to have a license to sell and it's illegal to also buy it. You have to go and get your medical marijuana card. Um and then you have to have your MMTC license to be able to sell. So it's it's considered to be your you're in the black you're, you're pretty much in the black market if you continue to sell. Everyone that gets a license from uh, the Agricultural Commissioner Office, uh, they they all have to get a, a hemp license. That's that's pretty easy to get. That any 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 reasonable person can can get can get a hemp license. Thank you so much, Chris, for calling in. Thank you. Thanks for answering that. Have a great night. We're the Young Jerks. I'm with Stacy right now. Stacy, I, I want to move over to uh, what we were starting to talk about is uh, the True Leaf workers. We opened up earlier uh, from Florida, and James last week talked about people getting deported because True Leaf did let them know that their job wasn't considered legal under uh, federal immigration law, so therefore it didn't count. And and they weren't honest with the employees about it. Did you did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, I saw that that specific clip. Um, I wasn't able to catch the entire episode, but first of all, it's so fucked up. Excuse my language. At this, that that like that they knew that this was going to happen, but at the same time, it's like I expect nothing less from these people anymore. Like we. It sucks that we have to expect the very worst and, you know, the very worst um, can also be some of the most like heinously creative shit. Um, so, you know, it made me think though, that there were last year, I had heard some rumors going on around here in Michigan that certain outdoor farms, not just outdoor, but some indoor farms as well, were bussing in illegal immigrants during harvest season. Um, you know, for those couple months. And, you know, at the end, some of them were not paying those workers. Uh, they either ran out of money at one person said that, oh yeah, you know, the through the grapevine, um, which I do trust the source, they said, yeah, well, they ended up running out of money. And when the one guy said, Hey, we have to pay these workers for, you know, harvest season, they said, fuck those people, we'll get more. So I think that attitude is kind of the attitude of all of big cannabis. And to hear this is happening, if there is no repercussions for this, we have to really evaluate about going stronger um, as far as, as organizing and, and, and going quicker because these kind of actions absolutely cannot stand in this new industry. Um, and especially with the fact that these 
keep wanting to say bad words, sorry. But these cats, um, you know, in their regulatory capture, uh, you know, really have done a number on us as people. And the sooner we step up to them, the sooner we can kind of stop things, um, you know, in the tracks as best as we can. But if we don't, we're going to keep going down this track a lot quicker um, and a lot more brutally than than we are prepared for. Now, we've had um, quite a few comments. I'm going to read some of those comments right now. Um, I'll put a few up. Uh, you know, mo most of them have just been supportive of us, honestly. Um, but, uh, you know, a couple... F Ron DeSantis. That was like one that came up over and over again. People are uh, not happy about Ron DeSantis in Florida. Um, someone else said Kim stays nose deep in politics. I'm going to say call in Kim. Hashtag call in Kim tonight. We're, we're just going to keep going with hashtag call in Kim until Kim from Truly calls in. She has to call in. We know she listens. We know she blocked our Twitter. Um, also, a new hashtag is call in Wiz. I want to talk to you about that, Stacey. Uh, you, I'm sure you saw the Wiz Khalifa response. Let's take this call, too. This is going to be another interesting. I think this might be another hemp call, but let's see. I don't want to go too much on the hemp tonight, honestly. I know a lot of people are into the hemp. I want to talk about some of these other things, but we will take this call. I like who's calling. Hey, who's on the line? Is this Howdy, Michael? This is, this, this is Kim. This is who? Oh, this is Kim. 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 <laughs> Oh, Sam. This is Sam. I'm I'm calling. Yeah, I'm calling in, in regards to the uh, the involvement with the human trafficking. And the thing is that stems from the former state rep Hasley Bashirs, who who was responsible for those little tweaks the the law that gave truly the monopoly back when SBAA was uh, initiated. And his brother, Fab Bashir, just happens to be one of the largest shareholders of Truly. <laughs> Ain't that a coincidence? <laughs> And the thing is, is um, I believe this happened on their family farm. So it was a former state, um, a state rep farm where this incident occurred. And from what I heard, that this has actually happened in the past before. Now, on the hemp side of things, I'm I'm a hemp farmer down here, uh, four generations here in Florida. Um, that that is a total backdoor deal, and they are freaking the hell out. They that truly does not want this. Uh, they were trying to pass this as if it's food regulation. And the and I know you said you didn't want to deal with the hemp thing, but you got to realize that, that the hemp industry here in Florida is one of the largest in the United States. You got THCA flour, which is just like any other cannabis. It's just government getting involved telling us what the difference is between hemp and cannabis. It's selling like crazy down here. They're freaking out because their sales are going to, sh to, pardon my French, is going to shit. Because nobody wants that damn uh, moldy weed. You know, you got a free market. We're 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 uh, blue-blooded. You know, capitalists down here in Florida. And when you have a system that puts barriers to entry so nobody else can get in, you're going. It's going to breed inefficiencies in the marketplace, right? So this is what's happening here. We have terrible products. It's almost as if you got one power company, and that's the only company you can go to. That's exactly what's happening here in Florida. So if, if this goes through, it's going to be A on Ron DeSantis' face. And I'm telling you right now, Donald Trump, he signed the 2018 Farm Bill. That's what legalized this hemp. And this is Ron DeSantis and his cronies, Nick Rosie, that, the uh, other person that called in. This is them trying to basically screw over Trump 
because Trump was the one that legalized it in the first place, and Trump's not involved with the whole thing. You know, he's not involved with the the he's not cut in the deal with Trulies. That's a Ron DeSantis deal. And from what I hear is that, you know, because we got some friends up there in North Florida, they say a little joke like, "You're from North Florida. You're more southern than us, us down here in Central Florida." But I I just wanted to put the, put that out there that you know we're more people are waking up. I appreciate you keep doing the investigations and everything because those videos are going everywhere now. Um, and I, I say we do a big boycott on truly. We need to do a boycott. We need farmers. We need ranchers, bikers, veterans. They don't give a damn if you got a bunch of liberals up there. Now, I'm I'm sorry. They just don't care. You need you need a bunch a bunch of gun toting conservatives. That'll scare the crap out of them. And that's what we need to have on these when we go do boycotts. We need to do protests. We're talking about almost 190,000 jobs gone, 500 million dollars in tax revenue gone from the hemp industry, and and just so they can continue doing human trafficking, labor trafficking. This is ridiculous. So that's all I got to say. I'll go ahead and take my comments off there. Thank Actually, you very wait, much. wait, 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 before you go. I, I, I got a couple questions for you. Number one, uh, you're getting support online. People are quoting you right now. Boycott corporate weed is one that came up. One of the comments, um, you, where you started, you talked about, uh, Bashir's. Can you repeat yes, that? Cause sometimes I, I'm, you know, I'm a little slow with the COVID brain fog. I want to make sure I understood what you said. Cause I think that was really. So, so Hasley Bashir's Hasley Bashir's was friends with JT Burnett, right? He's the one who put in the little tweaks at the last minute. We were working with the legislatures. It was, I believe it was Senator Bradley at the time. And I think it was Matt Gates. Matt Gates was a state rep then. We were working with them. Other farmers were working with them, Cattlemen Association. And we had, we were, the bill was nice. We kind of, I mean, it probably wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but they put a little tweak in at the very last minute that basically made a 30 year requirement. And that was truly doing. That was Truesley's doing. That was Hasley Bashir's doing. He was on a jet with my with he was on a jet with Mike Gates with underage girls. That's what's alleged. You go look up the Tampa the Tampa Bay Times, I believe, is going to have that story in there. Now, Hasley Bashir's his brothers with Thad Bashir, and he's one of the largest shareholders of Truebeef. Just a quaint, total coincidence. But what we need to do is we do need to boycott Truebeef. We need to start with the smallest groups that they're associated with. You can't just go straight out and boycott truly. You need to boycott the associations that's hosting them, the doctor's offices that's hosting them, their community outreach. If they, they go to the veterans association, the, 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 the different veterans places truly goes out there. We need to boycott them. Let them know the backlash. Then it starts to snowball. Bigger bigger names, bigger brands. Then we'll have enough momentum to go to Wiz. With Khalifa, Khalifa, we can go to him and say, hey, look, man, do you realize what the hell you're doing? How what you're doing is disenfranchising more minorities than anything else? You're taking a little, oh, great, you're making some damn money. But think about all your your African-American brothers and sisters that you're screwing over. Because now they're never going to be able to get in this industry. Thank you. That was a great call. I got one more question for you. Uh, we, we had James on last week or last show talking about the workers are getting deported, uh, legal green card holders, because they don't know that True Leaf is not a legal job under the federal immigration law. And True Leaf withholds that information for their own benefit. It's, it is like human trafficking. 
What do you think about that? Is that getting around in Florida? Is the people talking about that? Oh, it's everywhere. It's all over Instagram. Blacklist is posting it. Um, it's it's everywhere, and it's gonna. It's this is just the beginning because this is they 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 screwed up. They declared war against the hemp industry, and they're gonna look back and they're gonna be like, "God damn, we we screwed up. We shouldn't have done this." And that's what's gonna happen because there's a lot more of us than there are of them, and we need to remember that. We need to vote with our dollars. It's a great call, Stacy. You have any comment or questions for him? No, I absolutely agree. Um, thank you for laying all of that out. I really had no idea that this hemp bill was going on. And absolutely, when it comes to the boycott, it needs to happen for sure. Um, any kind of assistance you need here in Michigan, uh, hit me up, man. Stacebase underscore 85 on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for the Appreciate call. Appreciate y'all. We're going to get going. We, we've got other people calling in tonight. Uh, if we miss your call, please call back. Thank you so much. That was a great first caller. He was good. I thought he was somebody else because I'm getting like more than one call at the same time and I'm getting confused, but they're all from Florida tonight. I'm noticing uh, we missed some. We'll try to call them back. Hopefully uh, we also are. We really want a special call uh, tonight from Claudia. We want to talk to Claudia. Uh, we've also had a lot of comments come through uh, Facebook, you know, and, and uh, in, uh, not Instagram. We're trying to get on Instagram tonight. We I think we're going to get on Instagram soon. But we had a lot of comments coming in from Twitch tonight, which is a new one. Not too many usually. One is, Stacy, I love you. Wow. They're also talking about love Khalifa. You too, bro. Yeah. They said uh, they got that Khalifa Kush, Dats, Dat Zaza. I don't know what that one is, but. Tulu has the Zaza. I don't know. You know, it's always funny the comments that come in from Twitch because I never even. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what they're trying to say. It's like a different world. Over there. I, don't I like. Know, it I don't though. know what that means. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I love Twitch. Though, it, yeah, when Twitch comes through, I get excited. That means they're they're watching too. Uh, on YouTube, Kayla wrote, "AKA Pot Daddy." I think she's talking about. Uh, yeah, she has John Morgan. She says, "Ron." DeSantis screwing over everyone who was against him, including passing things to screw John Morgan, who was also named, known as the pot daddy. Uh, we had a lot of other comments too come through. If you have something to say, you can definitely uh, leave a comment on any of the social media feeds you're watching us on in the chats, on the YouTube, the Facebook, the Twitch, the LinkedIn, you know, and you can also uh, call in. That's what we really like is the phone calls, 978-560-3155. I'm going to try. You know what? I'm I'm going to try to do something right now. I want to bring up Claudia. Do you want to talk to Claudia too, Stacey? She's like this amazing whistleblower, I guess. The one that was at True Leaf who was like, we're not taking this shit anymore. I'll try to get her on the phone right now. Let me see if I can find her number first of all. I wonder if that was her that called earlier from a different number. That's why I want to call her. I don't want to forget to call Claudia today. We're going to try her right now. Hopefully we don't interrupt her family Easter dinner. Still ringing. Again, we're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. We're also with Stacy uh, from Michigan tonight. We're talking about True Leaf. Uh, it, yeah, she is not answering right now. So hopefully she does call in later. 
Uh, we did hear from her uh, via text, and she said she was going to try to call in. Uh, if you want to call in tonight, 978-560-3155. Um, do you know what? Do you want to take some more calls too, Stacey? You think I should call back this other person who, who tried to reach us earlier? Or do you have something that you want to add right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, At some point, there has been a lot of comments here, which I would love to talk about at some point if you have the time. But the corruption case that was just unveiled here in Michigan. Michigan, yes. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, in regards to medical marijuana. Um, so uh, this was on Thursday. There was a press conference and four people have been charged with... Um, uh, uh, so there's one gentleman who was a former speaker of the house. What's his name? Johnson something. I forgot his first name, but, uh, he's been charged with accepting a bribe, which is a felony, um, punishable by up to 10 years in federal prison. Um, he was also the head of the medical marijuana licensing board. So the way that this came about was that, so I'm looking at the Detroit news right now, so I don't completely butcher this. Um, but so the FBI in Michigan unveiled their case against former Michigan House Speaker Rick Johnson and two lobbyists and an Oakland County businessman. Um, they revealed that all four individuals had already agreed to plea deals. OK, so they admitted that they were guilty and agreed to plea deals. By the way, this has been going on for a while, but they just announced it. So uh, let's see here. The two um, uh, lobbyists had some kind of foundation that they had like either given or taken money. And then uh, this other businessman was charged uh, with payment of a bribe, um, which is also a felony. But the fact that the former House Speaker Rick Johnson has taken a plea deal for taking a bribe is a very big deal. And this is in regards to uh, doling out medical marijuana licenses here in the state of Michigan back in 2016. So they're saying that there were people that were paying to get licenses to get into the medical marijuana industry here in the state, which we all fucking knew. We're like, hey, this is happening. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And now it's actually coming out. And they're doing something about it. Now, will this create precedent for elsewhere? Who knows? But it is very good to see that something is happening. Is it enough? No. But will it be the catalyst to uh, bring a lot more to light that we all know is going on literally everywhere when it comes to that cannabis industry? Hopefully, yeah. Thank you, Stacy. Um, I'm trying to get your title up right now, too. Is it Cannabis Workers? Say that again. Cannabis Workers, the website? Cannabis Workers Resource. Resource. Hopefully I spell this right. I'm going to put this up too, hopefully. Does that look right? Oh, why? This is what yes. is when it doesn't perfectly align, though. Line, uh, the font. Yeah. Yes, but that is the website that um, that I launched on April 1st, the day of Hash Bash. We're still going through a couple kinks here, um, but we are uh, reloading, I guess. I don't know. I'm not like the web person. My web developer is doing all the things. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be relaunching on or before 420. And it is essentially a combination of everything that I've kind of realized, um, we need as workers and small businesses, uh, in the industry, at least a start of, uh, you know, kind of what we need. And it is a resource hub 
for you know all cannabis workers and small businesses that are not getting the training or guidance that they need. Um, this is a lot of information that's already available, except it is not easy to find. Um, I have a clickable map that has every state in the U.S. And let's say you're in Massachusetts, you click on Massachusetts, and there is a direct link to exactly where to file a complaint for discrimination and harassment in your state. Um, a direct link to file for unpaid wages. A direct link to file a complaint with OSHA. A direct link to file a cannabis facility complaint, so on and so forth. Um, how to uh, uh, claim unemployment. Um, everything is direct for specifically for your state. So you're not going around fishing and getting discouraged. This gets you exactly where you need to go to make it as easy as possible to file with whoever you need to file with and get these receipts so we can start making changes in health and safety and start helping the small businesses that are trying to do it right. Excellent. And again, that's cannabis uh, workers resource.com cannabis workers resource.com you can find all that information at uh we've got more comments i'm still trying to get claudia on the phone unfortunately i, I just don't think it's working out tonight really kind of disappointed on that honestly it's hard to, hard to hide because i was that there's like the you know the big get on the show tonight and when you don't get what you want you just got to keep going but we also have wiz khalifa to talk about you saw some of that uh, this week with Wiz Khalifa responding. Thought it was hilarious that he responded uh, to the. That honestly, I was shocked. I was like, okay, you can, and I don't want to make light of the of the labor issue that's going on with, with the immigrants. But however, like him retweeting that and responding to it, I found to be hilarious but also this brought something really big to light to a lot of people that would have never looked at it to begin with yeah it was it was bananas uh which khalifa responds you know basically to, to what we've been covering true leaf criticism you know and uh he's talked about uh his feet which i thought was kind of strange but and then i feel like he went uh like uh, homophobic or something like he was talking about like polished toenails or something. It got kind of weird. Like I was like, I don't know. And I was just like, you know, like I wanted to do a response video. I'm like, should I take off my shirt? Like he did. And like, you know, stand outside with my shirt off and do a little poem or something. But I don't know. I, instead I just decided to throw up some of the comments in a little video that we did. Uh, I thought that was best. He, I mean, he got, he got pretty much like destroyed. Like there was like, he, he was upset about the comments before that and then did a video and then more comments came. Like, I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I wonder what he's thinking. And then he, this morning I noticed it's like, after all the controversy died, like we we're all posting videos, we post James video. And then like this morning I wake up and I noticed he had just liked james's video so i guess he must have seen what james said in the last show and that's why i want to have claudia on tonight unfortunately she's not uh responding to us she's apparently got family stuff come up on easter i wish i had realized that it was easter i'm so slow you know but anyway it happens yeah we'll try to get claudia on another show maybe um but th this is like you know khalifa's going off on this stuff what do, you, what do you think he's thinking right now? Do you think he even like realizes like how bad True Leaf is or does he just not care? He's just thinking about the money. Like, 
what do you think about all this? Well, you know, I think it's a it's it's interesting. I think it's something that brought the um, cannabis labor issue to an audience that like I said, would not ever look twice at this, nor would it have been brought directly to their doorstep. So in that aspect, I think it's a very good thing. What he, which is dude, Lou champion, by the way, love you, Lou Rinaldi. That quote, actually it's bombweed champ is fucking hilarious. But so, so let's make sure that the people listen to this back on the, on the podcast later, they don't see the graphics. So I want to make sure people know what you're talking about. Um, Lou Rinaldi just posted, actually it's bombweed champ. And that was what set this whole thing out. Uh, Wiz Khalifa posted that in response to pretty much the biggest troll on Twitter about this. And that's what set it off because, you know, they were criticizing Wiz Khalifa's true leaf mids rapper mids. He was calling them. <laughs> and uh, Wiz Khalifa came back. Actually it's bomb weed champ. And uh, that's, that's what set it off. It was pretty hilarious. I'm sorry to interrupt. You. Go ahead. It, really was, dude. it really was. But look at like, look at the, now what has become of that? I think, you know, I don't think that Wiz Khalifa is, you know, a complete idiot. Um, and, you know, I think that when it comes to a lot of these celebrity brands, they just like when it comes to uh, them putting their names on perfumes and colognes or, you know, putting your name on jeans, you know, that are made, you know, with slave labor in, in China, like this is kind of that, you know, going along the same lines of uh, they don't realize nor is anything that they are concerned about at face value because they're not thinking about this is, you know, uh, the, the working aspect of it. They're like, oh, yeah, I've seen my friends grow weed before, you know, that this is this is a new thing and it's happening in America. So why would it be so bad? Um, but. You know, I do think that Wiz and definitely his people um, are are looking into, hmm, what's going on over here? Um, they're smart. They they are. If they're smart, that there are people that are in the right position right now to be looking into these, you know, accusations that are being made on Twitter, which are very real. Um, you know, these aren't just accusations. These are you know, uh, calling people out on bad labor practices and shitty moldy weed that happened because of your bad labor practices. Right. Exactly. It's, uh, we got some more comments. Uh, Lou writes, uh, hashtag go shirtless, Mike. Woo. Oh, I'm sure some of you would like that. Uh, and, uh, he also writes, Wiz has a deal with Cresco too, which is much better. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, no, you know, they're yeah. awful. Alex Miller writes, uh, he's a truly f uh, former worker too, uh, from Florida, Clearwater. He's a great whistleblower. He's up actually from one of our awards we're having later this month, uh, actually beginning of May, May 7th, we have an event that I hope people check out the cannabis workers awards. Alex is up for an award. The, the awards actually just came in. I just uh, received shipment, uh, the shipment. I'm very happy about them. So, uh, Alex Miller, one of the nominees says minorities for medical marijuana should comment on the labor trafficking. Oh, they won't. They'll just read all our our, all our posts on LinkedIn. Them and uh, True Leaf, just they they follow everything that we do on True on True Leaf on LinkedIn, but they never leave a comment. They never do, Alex. You know that. 
but that that's one of the groups that probably should be protested minorities for medical marijuana who uh basically sold an award to true leaf this year uh Ooh, the fine, really? yeah the fine print writes uh the podcast on youtube writes now look at the wu-tang clan and snoop dog i'm not even going to get into the wu-tang clan you know because i i like them and i just i don't even but snoop dog i don't know man snoop dog is just He's done some shit. If you look into his past, a lot of stuff got... I, I don't know how he has such major deals without his past being brought up. Look at the Rolling Stone article. I, have you seen that? No, Stacy. I bet most people don't know about the Rolling Stone article about Snoop Dogg. No. Uh, Before refresh Snoop, our memories? Right. Or Snoop Dogg was Snoop Dogg for a while. Snoop Doggy Dogg. And then he decided he was going to announce that he was pimping women. And he had a, a pimp tour bus. And that he was selling women to... Um, professional football players and basketball players. He was bragging about it to Rolling Stone. And then he became Snoop Lion because he had to, I don't know how people miss that. Like I missed it too. It's in Rolling well, Stone. That was real though. That wasn't like him. No, this is real. This is real. This is real. And I've heard uh, even interviews, uh, you know, some follow-up stuff. That's a little more controversial that I'm not going to talk about. But yeah, that's all real. Look into it, and uh, I don't know how Snoop Dogg gets away with this. This is this is a guy who be, wanted to become a pimp after he got rich and famous. This wasn't like before, like you know, I was seventeen. I didn't know any better. This was like after he's a millionaire. So why I don't do know you how, think that is? Like, why do you think that is? I don't know. I think he's got issues. I think he, you know, if he's got a lot of lawsuits, I don't know how some of these guys are getting these weed deals like this. You know, Mike Tyson's well, another one. Like, how it. does he get weed deals? Why are people... Yeah, but, well, look at politicians. Look at politicians, yeah. right? There are a lot of really shitty people um, that once even... They can have all the money in the world, but it isn't... And that's what my theory is anyway, that, yeah, it's about money, but you know what it's about more, in my opinion? Power. Power. There are people that get off on power. You already have your money. They already know how to make money. Money doesn't matter anymore. You got enough of it. They can do whatever they want. It's yeah, power. I think it's it was a, I think you're right. I think it was a sick fantasy, a, a power fantasy. Politicians. Yeah, know? we got someone, get someone the on, the, uh, on, on the Twitch saying, I want power. And doesn't everyone want power? Is that, you know, remember that TFs for Fear song? Everyone wants to rule the world. They say I would do anything for power. You, you know, uh, I, I'd say with power comes great responsibility. You know, so I yeah. think that that's but until also, you've had power. You have money when, not yeah, when you when you <laughs> get in a position of responsibility and power, if you have a conscience, it's hard to sleep at night. So. I always, that's why I don't work for the, you know, don't think you kid yourself. Like I know I I've been involved in cannabis, uh, the fight for cannabis reform forever since like 2000, I was there for every reform, you know, decrim medical legal. I've had a lot of offers from these big cannabis companies to be like, you know, middle management, to be a front person. And I could have made a lot of, I could have made money on this shit. And I said, no, because I like to sleep well at night. I've been in that position before in the financial industry. I am so much happier walking dogs than I ever would at being at one of these positions of power in the cannabis industry because you are they're the ones who are 
laying off people. They're the ones who are killing people. I, you know, don't wish for something that you really don't know the repercussions of because it, it comes out. Like, I, you know, I don't care. You have to be really a psychopath, I believe, to <laughs> not worry about these things. I, what do you think, Stacy? Will you repeat that last part? Sorry, yeah. it broke up a little bit. I, you know, I'm just saying, like, when you get into a position of power, it's, it becomes difficult, you know, especially in corporations, uh, oh, yeah. especially when they're asking you to, like, I'll, I'll give an example. My, Like, I had a crisis of faith uh, in 2008 when I worked at AIG, who needed the largest financial bailout in the history of the world, basically, uh, from the Federal Reserve Bank. And I was managing a lot of money. I was an employee at AIG. Um, I also had a cannabis bus that I hadn't disclosed to the company and or my licensing. So that meant if I left AIG, I was basically out of the industry. I wasn't going to be able to get licensed again just because I didn't disclose that I got arrested for like one gram of medical cannabis before it was legal. So because of that, you know, when I'd snake through the licensing process, it happened right as the license was getting approved for me. So I, I, I'd squeezed through and I'd worked there for like five and a half, six years at that point. And I was making good money, like, like the best money I'd ever made. And this is my early thirties. And, you know, basically at that point, uh, they came to me and were like, yeah, we're going to give you extra money. If you tell your employee you know, to tell your uh, customers who are basically, you know, nurses, teachers, doctors, janitors, custodians, cafeteria workers. We had all like the uh, nonprofit and public schools and the public government business, 403 business. We were like either number one, number two in each market. So we had a lot of that business where I was, you know, going into schools and hospitals and I was their money guy. I was telling them, you know, how to invest their money with us. And my company basically needed the largest bailout ever. And their solution was for us to go to our customers, the ones that trusted me the most, that I had a relationship with, you know, that I played softball with, you know, the folks at Shriners Burn Center, for instance, in Boston, Massachusetts, who were nurses. They wanted me to go tell them to lock up their money for 20 years with AIG. And I could not sleep at night. I could not, I couldn't do it. This wasn't like selling someone an expensive watch. This was their life savings. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Now, fortunately for AIG, they did get that largest bailout ever. And everything turned out okay for AIG. AIG. But Lehman Brothers had just collapsed. And if we look at all what's happened with crypto recently, you know, if AIG hadn't been what they call too big to fail, people would have lost their life savings. And, you know, that would have crushed me. So I made a decision to leave that company. And I swear to God, I'll never go back to that type of uh, situation again. I think that uh, people don't know until they're in that situation. There's more than money. There's peace of mind. There's feeling good about yourself. There's feeling good about what you're doing for other people. I didn't have to worry that I had you know, screwed out people out of the life savings. You know, that's just not, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I really don't. And and I don't think you have to do it. Like, I'm so glad I went that route. It was hard for five years, even longer than that. I really bottomed out, but I'm very happy where I'm at now. So I, I think that uh, people don't know about power until they have it, a taste of it. That's my story on it. You have any comments on that, Stacey? Now that I've gone off on a side tangent tonight. No, I mean, dude, kudos to you for for getting out of that. And, you know, I can't imagine what that had to be like seeing 
how all of that went down. And, you know, um, I, I don't know, you know, I remember my dad ended up, you know, losing half of his 401k, you know, during the collapse in 2008. And, you know, just how those types of things really affected everyday Americans. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to know that that doesn't make you sleep well at night, um, but getting away from it did. But, you know, we've all encountered people that are, that lack empathy. And there are people that completely have no empathy. So, you know, we don't really, people like you and I don't run into those people often because we try to surround ourselves with, with good folk. Um, but those folk are absolutely real and they're absolutely in the places um, where we do not want them to be like at the tops of true leave and, you know, uh, at heads of banks. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know how they can sleep either, but, you know, we know that we're good people and we're trying to do the right thing and encourage others to, to do the right thing and, and come together and, uh, make all the good things happen for all the good people. You know, it's funny. Cause I wonder about Wiz Khalifa now. Like he liked that that video that we played uh, with James talking about the workers getting deported, and the quote on it that I left on his you know his Twitter was, "Wiz got paid, workers got deported," and he liked that. And I just wonder if he liked it because of the money part that he's he just that's all he cares about is getting that money. I or I wonder if he actually does have a concern about those workers and the immigrants that are getting deported. Uh, what do you think, Stacy? Do you think I'm naive to to think that he might actually care or do you think that it's just about the money that's his whole thing just get the money you know it's a good question you know this is a person that neither of us know uh this is a celebrity is a you know celebrity rapper with his name on a lot of things um and i don't know i would hope uh you know that the that the like means you know, the acknowledgement of, holy shit, I didn't know this happened. Um, but, you know, also, he could go ahead and comment with that, too. Holy shit, I didn't know this happened. Looking into it further, fam. Whatever. I don't know. But regardless, um, we can only kind of wait and see if anything is done. And keep hammering home. Um, you know, now that we know this dude is responding, uh, keep it going. Um, you know, these issues aren't going away, so the tweet shouldn't be going away. Wiz, right? call in. You know, hashtag call in Wiz. Uh, Brett West hashtag just... Uh, call in Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> Brett West writes on uh, YouTube, Truly deserves the bad press. They're terminating amazing, amazing employees to cut costs. They've been terminating people, like, over and over. There's been so many cycles of layoffs now. Now they're laying off all their retail workers, which is just insane. That's why... There's so many complaints from the customers too, like about the lack of service and the weights and they can't get their medicine for a week. It's just out of control with True Leaf right now. It's all over the industry, but especially with True Leaf. Uh, Kelly Heist, who was one of those laid off True Leaf Florida employees, she wrote, Wiz doesn't give a damn about anyone but himself. He would have done more than like the comment. And I think you're right. I think you're right. If he gives a shit, Call in, Wiz. We got, we got a number here. It's nationwide free, 978-560-3155. Anyone can call in right now, including Wiz, including Kim. I'm still hoping, I'm still holding out that we're going to hear from Claudia tonight. 
Another Lou, Lou comment, he writes, True Leaf has plenty of money to burn on their lobbying efforts in Florida, but no money to pay workers. Exactly. And they've spent like, I don't even know how much. It's like fi- over $50 million now to get this legalization yeah. adult use ballot initiative. If they took that $50 million, you know what they could have done for their workers? They make half of that. And 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 do like a hundred percent of what workers are asking for. Give me a fucking break. Like this isn't, you know, I think that this industry is unique in the way that there are, you know, these big MSOs and and corporate cannabis, and not just biggest MSOs, um, single state operators that are are very prolific. Like we have several here in Michigan. Um, come from and made their millions and billions in other industries, right? Uh, you got tire companies and pharmaceutical companies, farming, agriculture, uh, you know, you name it, tech, whatever you want. Um, and when they came over to cannabis, they were like, cool, I know how to run a business. Here's my blueprint. And it didn't fit. You know, it was like putting a, a square peg in a round hole. They're like, oh, how do I make it fit? It doesn't work. Uh, but now, you know, they made some of it fit. And the one part that they really wanted to squeeze in the most was regulatory capture and the, you know, iron mace of labor, bad labor practices that they brought over from their respective industries. That is a main thing is treating people like shit and, uh, you know, being very low paying. Um, this industry is being fucking run off of temp workers. When you're a temp worker, you're not getting benefits. Uh, you're not, it, it is not a mutually beneficial uh, um, position to be in. Uh, you have no job security, you know? Um, so I, for, fuck, I just, I'm high. I'm sorry. I forgot where I was going with that. That's all right. <laughs> we're the young jerks. Uh, Just to get a Stacy, uh, say your name, last name again, Wachrowski. Wachowski, yeah. I got it. Cool. Thank you. And uh, we're, we're taking, you know, speaking about True Leaf and other cannabis dispensaries tonight. We're also taking your phone calls real quick because we're about to go. So if anyone wants to call in, 978-560-3155. Hashtag call in Wiz, calling Kim. Um, but you know what? I definitely want to play. I'm going to play the video again for people that didn't see it. I want people to see Wiz Khalifa responding to the truly criticism i also want uh people to see james at the end of the video and also stacy too uh her speech from hash bash so we're gonna play that again uh to end the show hopefully uh we'll we'll be able to try, try to reschedule claudia um usually if people blow me off honestly I, I don't give them a second shot but i i really do want this claudia interview so i may give her a second shot we'll see but I, i'm not happy i gotta admit i i know it's easter but when I say 7 p.m., I'm here. I'm freaking here, like, every night. You know what I mean? And, like, when people, like, we got an audience here for you, you know? It's like Easter. Give her a break. She's with her family. Right. She's going I through will. her life. It is Come Easter. On. I know. I'm a hard ass. Yeah. Huh? I'm such yeah, a dick. I'm, I'm being a dick. Be- I'm being a spoiled brat. I want, I want it when dick. I want it. I'm just, I'm, you know, what? it's killing me is, like, I, I could have had like two her Claudia and this other true leaf worker too a few weeks ago. And I'm so mad at myself that I just didn't do them, but I was sick. Like, you know, so part of this is like me. Like it's like just being 
I want to get these workers out there. I want to get their messages out. And sometimes I know if I don't do it right away, it's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm more than anything, more than being mad at Claudia, I'm mad at myself, you know, but we'll get it out there for you guys. Hopefully. Uh, oh, yes. so we got a Indeed. spammer on Twitch. He's offering us a promotion of our channel. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. And his name is, no, I'm not even going to say his name, but it's just funny that some of the comments that come through. We're the Young Jerks. I want to thank you so much, Stacy, for being on the show tonight. Uh, you have any last comments you want to leave before uh, we, we close off the show? No, thanks again for having me on, man. And to all the workers out there, you know, if you see something, if things are not going the way that you thought or envisioned them to, um, you know, you're not the only one and talk to your coworkers organizing in the workplace has never been more important. Um, this is happening all over, uh, America. I mean, all over the world, uh, frankly, you know, look at, look at the UK. Um, people are organizing labor is we need serious, serious labor reform. And the only way that's going to happen is if the workers stand up, um, you know, cannabis, cannabis shouldn't, uh, shouldn't be treating people like this. This is the opportunity to make things right for a lot of people. This is the opportunity um, for, you know, generations to really get the opportunity that they were looking for. And, uh, you know, the only reason that, or the only way that we're going to be able to change that is if we come together um, and, uh, you know, organize with your, with your coworkers and, you know, everything from unionizing to, you know, co-ops. I mean, there are options. Don't quit your job. <laughs> if you quit your job and you go to another cannabis place, you're likely going to have the same issues again. Um, so, you know, take a stand. I know it can be scary and it can be hard, but you're worth it. You're absolutely worth it. If you do it now, you know, future you will be like, thanks. I appreciate it. I like my savings account in my house and <laughs> my healthcare. But Absolutely. thanks again for having me on. And if anybody, um, you know, if you want a private place or person to go and, and, and talk to, I'm here. Um, that is my handle at Stace of Base underscore eight five on both Instagram and on Twitter. Um, I'm here to talk anonymously. Um, you know, if there's anything you'd like to share with the public that you don't feel like sharing, um, you know, with your name attached to it, uh, I can help with that too. But, you know, it can just be an ear to listen. Uh, I know it can be really difficult. When you're trying to organize your your coworkers, or when you're like, "Holy shit, something's going wrong," and I don't know how to how to fix it or where to go, um, you know, there are people to talk to. I'm one of them. Mike's one of them. So, hang in there. Thank you so much for do everything you're doing for workers, Stacy. Thank you, Mike. Seriously, thank you. We're the Young Jerks, and uh, we're gonna close it off tonight. We're gonna play uh, the video again uh, with Wiz Khalifa as well as uh, Stacy and James talking about what, what's going on at True Leaf. What's up, y'all? It's Wiz Khalifa here. Been hearing a lot of talk on the internet, you know. I usually don't address things, but I figured I'd address it in this way because I like to express myself. And this is how I like to express myself. I, I wrote a little poem. It's called, Stop Making Jokes About My Feet. 